Section 18 of A History of the Inquisition of Spain, Volume 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A History of the Inquisition of Spain, Volume 3, by Henry Charles Lee. Book 7, Chapter 3, Harsher Penalties, Part 1. The Scourge. Although at first sight the use of the lash as a persuasive to correct religious belief may appear somewhat incongruous, it must be borne in mind that, under the euphemy of the discipline, it has always formed a prominent feature of penance, especially among the monastic orders where, in the daily or weekly chapters, it was liberally administered for all infractions of the rule or other sins as a preliminary to absolution. In fact, the touching of the penitent's shoulder with a wand by a priest in absolution from excommunication is a symbol of the discipline which was anciently indispensable. In the old Inquisition it was in frequent use, although there it was rendered a matter of edification through its infliction by priests during divine service or in religious processions. That it should form part of the penal resources of the Spanish Holy Office was therefore natural, although it lost its penitential aspect and became purely punitive and vindictive. It was no longer the priest who wielded the discipline with an indeterminate number of strokes during an indeterminate series of feast days. The tribunal prescribed the number of lashes, and they were laid on by the vigorous arm of the public executioner. The penitents who had to suffer appeared in the auto de fe with halters around their necks, if there was one knot in the halter, it signified a hundred lashes, if two, two hundred, and so on, one hundred being the unit and the minimum number. The next day the populace was treated to the spectacle, mounted astride of asses, bared to the waist, with halter and mitre bearing inscription of their offenses, and a pie de amigo holding the head erect, they were paraded through the accustomed streets, with a guard of mounted familiars and a notary or secretary to make record, while the executioner plied the penca, or leather strap, on the naked flesh, until the tale was complete and the town crier proclaimed that it was by order of the Inquisition for the crime specified. A clause in the proclamation, after the great Madrid auto of 1680, forbidding, under pain of excommunication, anyone to throw stones at the penitents, indicates that the populace had a playful habit of thus manifesting its detestation of heresy. In 1568, the Suprema rebuked the Barcelona Tribunal for condemning to public scourging penitents reconciled for heresy. This, it said, was contrary to the estilo of the Inquisition, and in future the lash was not to be used unless there was some other crime than heresy. This indicates how completely the scourge had become punitive, and how it was dissociated from the ancient discipline, but if such regulation existed, it met with scant recognition. All the offenses subjected to the Inquisition were constructively heretical, and there never seems to have been any discrimination exercised between them. Indeed, we have seen that the lash was especially indicated for heretics who were tardy or variable in their confessions, and Judaizers are constantly seen to be subjected to it. 
scourging was a favorite penalty which was lavishly and often mercilessly employed. In the Saragossa Auto of June 6, 1585, out of a total of 79 penitents, 22 were scourged. In that of Valencia in 1607, of 47 penitents, 24 received the lash. This, however, exceeds the average. The Toledo reports, from 1575 to 1610, present 133 cases of scourging, which, allowing for a break in the record, give about four per annum. On the other hand, a collection of autos de fe celebrated between 1721 and 1727, embracing in all 962 cases, affords 297 sentences of scourging, or about 30 per cent. When we recall that, in the list of officials reported by Murcia in 1746, there figures Joseph Garcia Ventura as notario de acotaciones, a notary of scourgings, to keep record of the stripes, with a salary of about 2,500 reales, we realize how prominent a feature it was in inquisitorial penology. The brutalizing effect on the populace of these wholesale exhibitions of flogging, especially of women, can readily be estimated. The usual number of lashes prescribed was 200, though in occasional cases a hundred sufficed. In the 297 just alluded to, 290 were of 200 lashes, and only 7 of 100. It was rare that 200 were exceeded in any one infliction, though sometimes it was mercilessly duplicated, as in the Seville Auto of September 24, 1559, Martin Fernando Saldrian, a shepherd, for blasphemy was scourged in Seville and again in his native town. Alonso Martin of Carmona, for Lutheranism, was scourged in both Seville and Carmona, and Juan de Aragon of Malaga, who had pretended to be a familiar, was scourged in Malaga and again in the scene of his offense. Probably two hundred lashes were about the limit of safety, especially with those enfeebled by prolonged incarceration, for the infliction was excessively severe. We hear of Margarita Altamira reduced to such extremity after a scourging that the viaticum was administered to her. There was no mercy for age or sex. In the Valencia Auto of January 7, 1607, Isabel Madalina Conteri, a Morisca girl of thirteen, after overcoming torture, had a hundred lashes. Jaime Chulaila, a Morisco of seventy-six, who had been tortured, had a hundred, and the same was administered to Francisco Marquino, aged eighty-six, for sorcery in treasure-seeking, while Magdalena Cajet, aged sixty, who had escaped torture on account of heart disease, was not spared a hundred. As the eighteenth century advanced, there appears to be more readiness to remit the execution of sentences of scourging, on account of age and infirmities, and of accidentes, which probably mean crippling by torture. Then there develops a tendency to spare women, and finally men. The sentences continue to be pronounced, but they are remitted by the inquisitor-general. In 1769, at Toledo, Jeronimo Close, for bigamy, was pardoned the two hundred lashes of his sentence, 
which could not have been for infirmity, as he was not released from hard labor for five years in the royal works at Cartagena. From this time scourging may be regarded as obsolescent, and soon to become obsolete. Under the Restoration, from 1814 to 1820, in the Votos Secretos, there is not a case in which the lash was inflicted, for when included in the sentences, it was always remitted by the Suprema. The clergy, of course, were not subjected to the disgrace of public scourging. In their cases, it took the form known as a circular discipline, administered in a convent by all the inmates in turn. Vergüenza. Vergüenza, or shame, was the same as scourging, with the lashes omitted. The culprit, stripped to the waist and with the pie de amigo, was paraded through the streets with the insignia of his offense, while the town crier proclaimed his sentence. It was naturally regarded as less severe than scourging, and was sometimes substituted for the latter, when the penitent was too aged or feeble to endure the lash. For the beldams and ruffians who were often its subjects, it could have had but few terrors, but it was greatly dreaded by those of sensitive nature. The inquisitors took little count of this when dealing with Judaizers and Moriscos, who had a keen sense of personal dignity, and Pedraza informs us that those exposed to it regarded death as a mercy, preferring to die rather than to endure a life of infamy. To young women the exposure was especially humiliating, yet on the whole it may be regarded as more humane than the pillory of our forefathers, for the penitent was not exposed to the missiles of a brutal populace. Vergüenza was a comparatively infrequent punishment. In the Toledo reports of 1575 to 1610, it occurs in but twenty-six sentences, which may be compared with the hundred and thirty-three scourgings, and the records of the same tribunal from 1648 to 1794 present but ten vergüenzas to ninety-two scourgings. In the very severe series of autos de fe between 1721 and 1727, the comparison is thirteen to two hundred and ninety-seven. Mordasa. The mordasa, or gag, as we have seen, was regarded as increasing greatly the severity of the infliction of which it formed part. It was sometimes used in scourging and vergüenza, when the so-called penitent was a hardened blasphemer, or likely in some way to create scandal. It was likewise employed in the autos de fe, on pertinacious and impenitent heretics, of whom it was feared that they might on their way to the stake produce an impression on those not firm in the faith. Its use was not frequent, although, in the dread inspired by Protestantism, in 1559, at the great Seville auto of September 24th, twelve of the victims wore the mordasa. There were also twelve thus gagged in the Madrid auto of 1680, but these numbers were exceptional. End of section 18